and welcome to Paradigm Playbook, a podcast for entrepreneurs in the business of sports. Your hosts, Dave Kozak and Steve Cook, are business owners, successful entrepreneurs, sports enthusiasts, avid readers, and longtime friends. For years, they've read every business book on the market and built successful companies with what they've learned. This podcast will give you the critical takeaways in just 15 minutes a week. It's a quick and easy playbook for building a winning sports business. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paradigm Playbook Podcast. Today, we're doing the one-page marketing plan, Get New Customers, Make More Money, and Stand Out from the Crowd by Alan Dibb. Our episode is called, Do You Really Need a Marketing Plan? Yeah, I mean, it's um, a lot of people have such a good vision in their heads that they go into it. I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to run an ad. I'm going to, you know, give this message. I have a slogan. I, you know, so there's a lot of people that that actually don't feel you need this. And then there's the other side of it. And how many um, projects have we done where we consult and sit there while we write out a 20, 30 page marketing plan? So what what Alan does is just so simple is that. He just cuts it down and says, you know what? You're going to use it if you put it on one page. Put it yep. on one page. Put it on your wall. Put it on your, your desk, wherever it is. So um, we won't get to all of it during the podcast, but we'll, we'll get you the concept. And then during the game plan, we can actually map it out and draw it up on the board. Yeah, and I think the most powerful point here is that to build a successful business, you need to stop doing random acts of marketing. The idea that I put an ad here and I sponsored a school team here and I did something over here and... You know, it, they're all disconnected and they never bring that brand or that that concept to the public. Right. So trying to get um, a reliable plan for rapid business growth, it really begins with the idea that you've got to start planning. Right. Mm-hmm. That's 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 number one. And I think the idea that you can write a 30 page marketing plan and never execute it. Or you can simplify it down to one page that's executable and you can really rely on it to build your business. And in a marketing plan is what turns your vision into dollars. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, we get, we've, we've got to get over this thing that I'm not in it for the money. Um, the more money you make by, by following your dream, the more of your dream you can deliver to other people yep. and the more good you do in the world. So, you know, the money is a good thing and, and marketing, you know, as they say, is the fastest path to the money. Yeah. And, you know, as Zig Ziglar says, money isn't everything, but it ranks right up there with oxygen. So <laughs> the idea that you can have a bigger impact if you make more money is true. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you listen last week to the, the entrepreneurial roller coaster and those ups and downs, right? Yeah. Trying to get out of that takes money sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you got to be able to ride it out and, and keep going, but. The major mistake most small business owners is that they go from working for an idiot boss to, <laughs> to becoming, becoming the, the idiot, idiot boss. boss. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, a little scary, but this book, I, I think, is a simplification. So if marketing scares you, um, this is a good book to read and dig into because you can actually sit there while you're reading the book and write the plan and, you know. Then, then you get your input. And it's, and I think, I think the big takeaway is that it's more about cohesiveness in the plan than it is having these 80,000 arms that are doing it, right? One good cohesive environment or a couple of good ones is better than trying to spread yourself way too thin and market every possible way there is. Um, and you can also, I mean, 
you can spend an awful lot of money on marketing and have zero return if you're not if you're not paying attention to it. Yeah, I, and I like the term cohesive because everything has to connect together. And if there's an outlier in there that's not connected to to everything else, so I like the idea of campaigns. Mm -hmm. So if you have a fall campaign for your business, or if you have, uh, you know, like you have a, a college planning campaign yep. for finance. I think those campaigns tie it all together. Yeah, and we just, I mean, just yesterday I launched a, a sibling campaign where it's, hey, we just got through, you know, May 1st is decision day in college world. So uh, we're now focused on the next generation. Mm -hmm. So it's, there's a sibling campaign to that and it runs a sequence over the next 60 days. Um, and I think that's a big thing too is don't, don't, don't ignore your timetables and your timelines, yeah, okay. right? Um, and so just to circle back on what, what we were talking about in becoming the idiot boss, mostly because they don't have a good plan. So let, let's dig into this. Let's get into the kind of the three acts and then I'll go through the three pointer for today. Okay. So the, the way Alan lays it out, it, it's a, it's a nine quadrant chart that he puts into this one page plan. But the, from top to bottom, the three acts, as he said, is the before phase. You know, mm -hmm. that's when, when you're going out there to, you know, to spread your word. And we call it, um, we call it in our business client attraction. Client attraction is the before phase. During phase is when you're turning them from a prospect to a, a customer. You're actually making the sale. And then the after phase, they're already a customer. How are you going to compete, you know, keep them and, you know, grow with them and turn them into, as Seth Godin says, you know, the tribe that's going to be out there selling for you. Yep. Um, and they will. And, and we call it, so just to give a different perspective on what we call it in our business, it's the attraction, it's the conversion, and then it's the optimization mm -hmm. is how we look at it. So again, any way you shake it, the idea here is that you have to plan for your attraction. How do you do it in the daily activity and convert people into clients? And then the after phase is how do you take a client that's happy with you and help them let them give you more clients or more business, right? So uh, we usually, we break it down in a three-pointer every time we do a podcast. Our three-pointer for today is, first, you have to understand your business. Second, you have to build the plan. And third, customer care is part of the plan. Customer service is part of the plan. Uh, you know, I, I have 35 employees, several companies, and to this day, at my CEO level, I'm still just an elevated customer service representative, mm -hmm. right? And and I think that's the most um, overlooked step of the marketing process. And I think what what Alan wants to do is make sure that you understand that that's part of the marketing. It's not in addition to marketing or it's a separate department. It's part of marketing. Yeah, and I, I was actually in a business meeting yesterday. I was listening to a roofer who was talking about uh, he got a call at four in the morning. There was water coming in. They had stripped the roof. The rainstorm came. They had tarped the roof. There was water coming in. Uh, he picked up his phone at 4 a.m. He was at their house at 4.30. He solved the problem right quick. And a lot of people get really can get really worked up about that. But the fact that they addressed it, owned it, solved it right then and there, that's customer service 101. Mm -hmm. And that matters because that person's now going to refer them, right? So, and, and uh, I think it was Zig Ziglar said that the the last step of sale one is the first step of sale two. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I like I like the way he does it. So understanding your business and and if we accept that fifty to eighty percent of all startups fail in the first five years, and and, and I would say it's more like ninety percent. Yeah, I've seen. that may be a stretch. I don't know that that takes into consideration the people that that plan a business never launch never launch either it wasn't financed properly. Um, but chances are that either time or money was invested in a business that never got off the ground. And that's 
in in part because of lack of of a good marketing plan. Yeah, and I, and I think to some extent you can spend an awful lot of money setting up a facility, in, investing in all all of the right equipment, having the absolute best place to go, and, and let's use fitness as an example, and never have enough in the in the kitty to tell people that you have it. Right? Would it be more important to get into the fitness facility that has good equipment? But you told everybody that you have it versus the best equipment and nobody knows about it, right? Yeah, and and as you know, as that Act Three we we're talking about, part of that is as you go into that facility, it's the customer care, it's the greeting, it's who's opening the door, who's smiling at when you come in and say, you know what, you know, I work out at ABC Gym and it's it's you know it's kind of a wreck, but the people there are just so nice. I just love it. Yeah. So. No, so again, and the the next the next what I would call phase, right, is building that one page marketing plan. Um, how do you build a plan? You got to start with the the right target market. Mm-hmm. Who is your target market? Can you expand your target market? How do you communicate with that target market? Right. So once you've identified the target market, next piece is how you message. Yeah. So the, so just so everybody can get a, a vision in their head, the one page marketing plan is nine blocks. So it's three wide, three deep. And the first is act one. It's the before. And in then going from left to right across the top, first you write out your target market. Who are you reaching out to? And be specific by um, by the demographic. It may, Maybe it's, it's, you know, where they are, the geography. Maybe it's age bracket. Maybe it's, you know... Um, you know, participation in other activities, whatever that is. And then the second one going from left to right is the message to the market. Yeah. And so I think you have to, you know, to, to summarize it, who is the target market? How are, what message are you going to deliver to that target market? And what media are you going to use to do it? Yeah. Right? The last block is, you know, how are you going to deliver that? And there's all kinds of ways in, in today's world. Um, you know, a lot of it is free. There's there's ways you can get out there through email, through website development, through, you know, Facebook and Twitter. And, and there's a lot of different ways. But you have to have a plan in place of, you know, what that message is before you start sending it out. It can't. And just like you said earlier, it can't be random. It has to you have to Cohesive. step in there and it's got to fit together and it's got to represent you. Absolutely. So, one of the difficult things is making sure that the entire staff is, as they say, singing from the same hymnal. Yeah, no, without so. question. And that's why you'll see, you know, all the, the, the business model canvas that we've done previously, some of the stuff from uh, Stephen Covey that we've done, it all comes together as you start taking these these little pieces and, and doing the exercise. You start getting a much bigger vision of your own business. Even the entrepreneurial roller coaster that we did last week, the idea is you're going to have the ups and downs. Well, when should you be building a marketing plan? How often should you be looking at your marketing plan? Right? These are things that, you know, the SWOT analysis that we taught last week. Uh, the idea is you're pulling these pieces together and you're using them, you're using them cohesively the same way you want your message to be delivered cohesively, whether it be in an ad or the person that's behind the counter at your facility or, uh, the salesperson that's, that's pitching whatever the product is. All of this will really come into focus. Uh, I think next week we're digging into, to branding. And so, mm-hmm. so, so branding is a, is, you know, ties in, you know, marketing, delivery, product development. It ties in all that as you develop a brand. But your, your marketing, you know, if you put it on one page with these nine blocks and then you move from, from the pre stage to the 
as you said, conversion stage yep. or the, you know, the current stage, that's, that's how you're getting them to make their first. Um, and if you think of everything as every buy is either a first or a subsequent, yep. then, then you can grow that customer. So obviously we got act one where we're going before the sale, before you're, you're, you're targeting it. Then we've got the during or the act two, which is the lead capture system, the lead nurturing system and the sales conversion yeah. system, right? And those systems need to be well thought out, well planned out and documented and deliverable to people. Uh, and then the third is the after, right? That's act three. What do you do after you have a client that is using your product or service? How do you deliver it? Uh, how do you build the customer's lifetime value, which is huge? Can you take them from, you know, they're engaged with your business for a year to they're engaged with your business for five years? Yeah, and and so there's a cost to marketing. So if, if you can understand your customer's lifetime value, then you can determine what it's worth marketing costs to, to convert them from a prospect to a customer. Yep. And then, you know, you get to that last step. How do you, you know, orchestrate and stimulate them from being cu- just customers? And I hate to say just customers, but um, to being uh, referrals but for being people that are actually helping you build your business. And I talk a lot about bird dogs and, and a bird dog. If you don't, if you're not a, a bird hunter, right? Yeah. Bird dog points at the bird. Mm-hmm. And so they'll stand frozen and they'll point and they'll tell you where the bird is. The idea here is you, there are customers that will walk in your door and have, they'll be able to point and say, Hey, this is a, this is something we've been looking for this. Can you do it? Having people help you go out and find those other clients is huge into that orchestrate and stimulation. And, and, and Dave, I have people that have said to me, they've heard that comment that you've, you've said before. And they say, well, I can't afford to get those people. It's not about hiring those people. It's those people are so happy with what they're getting. They want to share this. So they're doing not you a favor. They're doing your next prospect a favor. Yeah. So they're gladly stepping in there. And, you know, as, as we say, you know, Simon Sinek, I always go back to him, but he says, if you find enough people that believe what you believe, now you've got a tribe and you can grow. Yeah. And, you know, the the key to that is, there, there's another concept called social connectors, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that one in twenty people is a, one in twenty people are a social connector, which means one in twenty people that walk through your door are wanting to talk about you. Right. They want to go connect you. They want to go. They, if they believe in what you're doing and you can help them make it easy for them to go talk to others, they're going to do it by virtue of who they are. So the idea is, can that bird dog be a social connector and can they help with the camaraderie? Are they the person that's posting on Facebook? Hey, we're at your facility. It's fantastic. You know, Maddie just finished her seventh session. Uh, we can't thank these guys enough. And they, you know. So I, I think the, the key from from Alan Dibb's point of view from this book is making sure that that third level, that customer care, is part of your marketing plan from the beginning. Yeah, and and you don't realize how much operation parlays into marketing, right? Yeah. It's it's all about the communication and that message. So um, I think the the in summary here, the best thing about this is that it's one page. You can do it. You can read the book. You can do the plan right next to oh, it. Yeah. Um, and if you if if you're a member and you're going to read the uh, page out of the playbook and you watch the game plan video, we're going to tell you exactly how to do it. Um, so the idea here is you want to have as simple a marketing plan that you can execute 
well, that is connected and cohesive with the rest of the business. Uh, from again, the message on the wall to the message on the ad to the message on the on the uh, on the sales brochure to the person at the to front the, door to the greeting when they walk Absolutely. in the door. You yep. know? So it's how people are greeted, how you start a class. You know, the the message. If you have a video playing in your lobby, you know, any of those things, all of that ties together and is there to sell you. And I think it's important that you realize that you how you relate to prospects, leads, and customers is different, but they're all very important, right? Your objective is to get prospects to become customers, customers to become referral sources or raving fans. We can go on about any of the any of the concepts there. Um, but we'll dig into each of these phases uh, in future episodes. Uh, but right now, focus on the planning side, right? Mm-hmm. See if you can come up with a simple, a simple marketing plan that is connected that can drive some revenue to the bottom line. The idea is you've got to get some money in the door to continue to spend the money to market and provide the service that you do. So it's okay to be in business and make money and and provide a good service to people. It's pretty much mandatory. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> if you if you want to if you want to be not one of the statistics that's gone in five right, years, yeah, right? Yeah, you want to keep doing it. Uh, so be sure to to uh, listen in next week when we discuss branding becoming recognizable um, by Marty Newmeyer's book Zag. The number one strategy of high-performing brands. Yeah, it, that get, it gets really exciting, and branding, marketing, sales, all that starts to tie together, and we get a big picture, and all that falls back on that business model canvas. It's yeah. it's a fun concept. Absolutely, we'll talk to you next week. Paradigm Playbook members, your exclusive content, including the related page from the playbook and game plan video for applying this concept to your business are available now. Check your inbox today. Visit ParadigmPlaybook.com for past episodes and additional resources for running a successful sports business. See you next week.